Hey there, welcome to Bound Together. We are two friends and two self-published authors who took different paths in life, but kept in touch and kept on writing. My name is Sarah Gray and I chose a corporate career while Laura Catherine went full on family. This is all about how we approach writing in our two different worlds, the struggles, the positives, and how we keep the writing flames alive. Hi, I'm Sarah. Out of breath. <laughs> how Hi, are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Happy New Year. Yep. Same to you. We've already said that, but whatever. Not on, <laughs> not on the episode, podcast we have not about. You're so well, maybe we did. This episode technically isn't going to be the first one out. <laughs> It'll be February when that comes out. <laughs> Happy February. Happy February, Sarah. How's it going? <laughs> Thank you. It's so good. We're such professionals. Uh, every time. <laughs> every time. You'll get it one day. One day. One day. Uh, it'll just work. <laughs> I need a flashcard to hold up. This is the date that we're pretending to be on. <laughs> um. So this will be our third episode for 2023. And we are talking about editing first drafts. I wanted to talk about this because I am editing a first draft at the moment for my yep, hearted I, series. Yeah, and I just like talking, so. Um, <laughs> and you're here. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a while since I've had a full first draft to actually edit. So you I don't self-publish edit. as much as you. You did do editing, though, last year of some oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't worry. I can talk about it. I have methods. <laughs> um so I guess what is editing what is editing a first draft that's a great question maybe you should answer (laughs) that now (laughs) going through and fixing Uh, all of the mistakes yeah it's making your book better yeah (laughs) yeah 100% so I guess pain blood sweat tears Clean it's those not, away, it's find like, a story underneath. Yeah, it's almost like where the real writing starts. You think the writing is your first draft and then it's actually the editing. <laughs> the first draft is just your you planning the book in great detail. <laughs> and then editing yeah, it's is just like the skeleton of the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my first question for you is, you finish the first draft of your book and yep. what do you do? Do you go straight into editing it straight away? Do you put it away for a bit? Do you put it away forever? Tell a- me. Absolutely not. Like, first of all, I'm exhausted. I've obviously <laughs> written a book. It's tough. Um, No, first thing that I pretty much do if I've finished is, like, celebrate, put it away for at least, like, at least a couple of weeks before I touch it again. Like I want to have mm-hmm. kind of forgotten the majority of it so that when I read it, I'm almost reading it like a new person. Um, but sometimes, honestly, I'll put them, put it away for like months, sometimes years. I still have <laughs> ones that have been away for years, um, which will be really interesting to read and edit. Um, but, yeah, what about you? I'm the same. I finish it. I celebrate. I usually have like a a a reward 
set up for myself for like when I finish do you? something is like a I should goal. do that. No, I don't need any more rewards. <laughs> I feel like this. For, so for finishing hearted one, it was I only did a small. I should have done a bigger reward. I should have done a massage. I wish I had made a massage my reward. That's going to be my next. I'm sorry, one. I didn't know this was a thing. I think I could start doing this too every time I finish a book. It's to motivate you to finish your first draft. You're like when I finish it, I get to do the fun thing. But yeah, I, I just do it anyway, though. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'll put it away. So with this one, hearted, I basically put it away for um, a month because I just happened to finish it just before Nano November Nano yeah. last year started. So I put it away for the whole of the month, didn't look at it, and I usually yeah. try to work on something else. So during Nano, I was um, I was outlining two different books, the second-hearted book and a, a, a standalone book as well, just to, like, completely do something almost, like, completely different. And just Yeah, I was going to say it. that's how you forget. Like, it's, I was going to say it's crazy how quickly you forget the story, but I think it's because you – instantly go on to something else which is what I would do as well yeah like yeah when I read back you read back your first draft and there's bits where you're just like I don't remember writing this like yeah did I actually write I'm like oh my god I'm so good did I write I know right when you see like a really good line you're like oh my god well done me I don't even know what that word means but great maybe and then there's other parts where you're like oh wow you were really struggling here weren't you Oh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, there'll be, like, spelling mistakes of things. I'm like, what was I trying to say here? Yes. I do not yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. When it doesn't even, I find that Scrivener sometimes changes the words. I'm sure you can turn this setting off, but into very strange, like, that's not the word that I was going for at all. And so when you read it back, you get all of these weird nonsensical words in the middle of it. I, it's definitely something you could fix, but I just choose not to. Because- <laughs> That'd be too much effort. Like I'm t- to be fair, I haven't even got an Instagram. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're both pretty similar. And we're like, we just put it away, don't think about it for a while, and then when we're ready, bring it out, look at it with fresh eyes. So when you bring it back, yep. how do you go about going through that editing? That first, first thing I do, first thing I do is a bunch of spell checks. So I do a spell check in Scrivener because that's what I write in, and then. Um, that picks up a lot of stuff, but I find that the Scrivener and the, there's a difference between the spell check and what they pick up between Scrivener and Word. And this could have changed, but I feel like it hasn't. Um, and so I'll do one in Scrivener, catch as much random stuff as I can, put it over into Word because that's what I usually edit in as well, um, just because that's what I send it out to other people yep. in because nobody else has Scrivener. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so I do a massive spell check and grammar check at that point because I want to get it all out of the way. And because you know this, and it takes ages because there's so much stuff in there. Like I don't look back when I'm writing. I'm just like, go. Yeah. I'm the same. I, that, that's so weird though. I wouldn't want to do the grammar and stuff because I know there's so much I would cut out. So it's like, I'm wasting time spell checking bits that I'm going to cut out. I'll spell check it at the end. Now I want to see what I did. I want it to be like when I do my first read through, I don't want to be stopping on like all the spelling mistakes and stuff. I don't want to be distracted by that. So that's why I do that first. Okay. 
but I can since we do things at the polar opposites I can totally see your way as well and it's just never occurred to me that you would do that (laughs) but you do when do you do your spell check at the end I literally have a list here in front of me after the beta readers right because I've read I've read so many manuscripts of yours where I'm like did you even do a spell check on this Now that I is see what why. you guys are for. <laughs> because we do it different. Yeah, because I'm always like, how offensive. <laughs> um, oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, okay, so the next part, obviously that's a tiny part, but um, the next thing I do is do a whole read through from top to bottom just to get like a full picture of the story. And so I'm just looking for like fixing tiny mistakes um like missing scenes things that I've dropped like plot lines that I've dropped characters that I've dropped out (laughs) (laughs) um like plot holes um things that I want to add and subtract overused words comes out like I'll overuse specific like gestures and words and things and you can see it within like five minutes of reading and I'm like oh god so I just note all that stuff down and I also start to like just generally like map a plot line and like character arcs so just taking a couple of notes for what I do next yeah that's my first part I just like to enjoy the story okay <laughs> I'm selfish <laughs> I'm 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 similar that I so I print out a physical copy of my stop of my I don't um, do that till later script. so I have it in a folder and yeah. yeah, I do the same thing. I read through it first. So I print mm-hmm. a physical t- copy and then I do a read through just to like basically remind me of the story. Cause like my books are like 80,000 words or plus or whatever. And it's like, I don't yeah. remember what I wrote at the start. Cause it was probably like a year ago when I started the book with yeah. how long it takes me to write. So I just do a, a similar, I do a read through and I'm, I'm just kind of making notes on like, I guess, big changes. And a lot of that happens at the start of the book because you don't know what you're writing at the start of the book. And then I may, like, I, I would have changed something halfway through. And I'm like, I've got to remember that I need to change that at the start of the book. <laughs> but you do know what you're writing because you have a book of the chapter out. <laughs> I do, but it, it still changes because you're writing and characters yeah. just like make their own decisions. And you're like, this is That's the way fair. it's going to go. And they're like, actually, no, I'm like, not oh, going to okay. do that. <laughs> yeah. But the start of your book is always like trying to figure out how you write your story what's the the tone of your story and you don't mm-hmm. know where to start it because you've never written it before and then by the end you're you're used to it so it's a lot more I think fleshed out and easier so editing the mm-hmm. first maybe third is probably the hardest part so yeah, yeah I do the broad read through and then I go through and actually start writing physically on the copy that I have like all of, mm-hmm. that's where I do like the spelling and the grammar mm-hmm. and all of the changes, lots of like notes down the side being like, actually this character has to do this or move this whole scene to this other part of the book, which is happening yeah. a lot because I my book is from four characters' point of view. So there's a lot of like, oh, I need to readjust the timeline of like something happens and then the next, char- next character's chapter is like, oh, actually some of this stuff needs to go before that other character did that thing. So their chapter has yep. to go before that chapter. Yep. So that's all gets written down. And I've also I've got I write on the manuscript and then I also have a notebook. And this is a new thing I've been trying, but I've been highlighting in orange 
stuff that is foreshadowing for the end of the book. So anything yeah. that's like mentioned that's like yeah foreshadowing that something's going to happen later on or is like a key event that like you know like this person never brushes their teeth and then it's like highlighted because like at the end of the book they've got to do the opposite of that Mm -hmm. kind of thing like the change that's going to happen and then is that just so you can track it or make sure that it's I guess track it make sure I'm following through with the stuff that I've set up at the start of the book so I've been kind of making a little list of that going through. I'm about a third, a quarter <laughs> of the way through editing. <laughs> editing Classic also overestimating. Proper edit. I think it, yep. it's really slow at the start because I think there's just so much more wrong at the start than there is later on. Like once I think I hit halfway That's through, interesting. Yep. I think the editing will be a lot quicker because by the end of the book I've actually worked out what is supposed to happen yeah. Like all the things are supposed to you know where you're going. Yeah. Basically. The characters can't change anything anymore. Yeah. So after I do the the paper edits, then I'll edit it on the computer and do all the changes on there. Mm-hmm. Which that would annoy me having to make put the paper edit into the oh <laughs> that would oh that would annoy me so much. I like it. I like sitting there. I hate having a piece of paper and having to look at it and then type it in. Oh. <laughs> it's just a pet hate. After I make the changes, then I will go and grammar spell and grammar check it. Um, usually, yeah, the same as you do it through Scrivener and through Word. Though you, suggested... do you find they're different? Yeah, do you find they pick up different things? I think I, I probably do more in Scrivener, and then I do Word once I've sent it to my beta readers because you guys read it in Word. And then you look at that and then I see all the mistakes that Scrivener didn't pick up. Yeah, and you see me just getting, like, angrier through the manuscript. <laughs> but I want to try yeah. um, what, uh, Pro Writing Aid, that um, program you told me yeah. about. That's, like... Which we totally have to do an episode on. Yes, we're going to do an episode on writing programs and Pro Writing Aid is one of them that we're going to try out. I tried out the free version a little bit where you, you just, like, put your thing in and it'll, like, It'll fix all the grammar stuff, but it'll also tell you, like, if a word is overused too much or if a sentence doesn't make sense or yeah, this other stuff. Like, it's really, really handy. Takes so some I'm, of the work out, I imagine. I want to plan doing that. And then once I've done all of that, I'll do a final read through just to make sure I didn't screw it up <laughs> and make, like, a bigger plot hole somehow Yeah, with all the changes. Um. And another big part of my editing will be finishing off the end of my book because the end of my book ended up just being a bunch of like sentences of this is what is going to happen because I ran out of energy writing the end of the book. (laughs) It's not even finished. Yeah. No. I I find that though. I'll find places where I've obviously put a line and like write the scene. I don't feel like writing it now. You can do it later. Exactly. And then you're like, oh, come on. Future me's problem. Yeah. yeah, then after the final read through, that's when I'll send it to like you and give it to Lyle and give it to my sister Ani as well. And you guys can read it and then I'll go do something else for a while. Okay. So, okay. So <clears throat> I do a bunch of other stuff, <laughs> but it has been a while. But I'm also really paranoid. I don't want anything to be wrong, even though it will be wrong. Um, 
So after I've done that full read through on the computer, because we yep. aren't printing stuff yep. out yet, not for me. <laughs> I'm not wasting that paper unless it's perfect. Um, that so I kind of do like an intense chapter by chapter, um, looking, and I do it. I do like passes looking for specific things. So I'll look for anything that I can cut that's totally redundant, like words, sentences, scenes. Can I cut the entire chapter? Like, does it have any purpose to any of this? Yep. Um, I kind of, this is where I kind of start looking for the hook um, and like the purpose and the setup and the payoffs that just happen in that um, chapter to make yep. sure that it has a purpose to be there. Um, and the, and I'm also looking for like, like some sort of balance between world building, exposition, dialogue. I -hmm. find that, um, it doesn't have to be perfect, but sometimes I'll just like have an entire chapter of dialogue and I'll be like, what? (laughs) Where are they? I don't know where they are. (laughs) I do that a lot because dialogue's just so much easier to write than prose, at least for me. It's so so quick, eh? Yeah. It's just like, Yeah. They'll have a conversation and it'll just not, you wouldn't have a clue where they are or what they're doing. They're just chatting at each other. Yeah. Or if I do world building, sometimes I get really obsessed about the location. I'll spend like so long talking about a brick wall and it'll be like (laughs) the most emotional brick wall you've ever seen. And I'm like, this is, I don't need this. (laughs) Like one line is fine, but yeah. Um, And yeah, basically making it like clear and readable. Because I always find sentences that don't belong or don't make sense. Or obviously I was going off on a in one direction and then I go into a different direction and I'm like, cool, cool, okay. Um, oh, and then this is my, so I do that. And then this is my secret weapon. Can't say this, but I'm holding up a book. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I use this book called Self-Editing for Fiction Writers. Um by and it's by Rennie Brown and David King and I love this book um and it's kind of like it's got a bunch of chapters with things that you need to look at when you're going to try and publish a manuscript so it basically describes something and then you get a checklist so I go through my chapters and look at the checklist mm-hmm. um and then they've got exercises as well but I tend to not do those because that's I don't want to do extra work. <laughs> this was a book um, that we we got through our writing course because I have the book. Is too. it? Yeah, I have it too. Are I'm you sure? sure? It was part of the editing class. Was it part curriculum. of you two? No, I'm pretty sure it was year one um, curriculum. Like because we did I have editing. No together. memory of this. Yeah, <laughs> it came from somewhere. It came yeah. from our course. <laughs> So, yeah, so I wrote some stuff on this. Um, So there's a couple of parts that I use. I don't use everyone. I'm not going to do that. Nobody's got time for that. (laughs) Maybe some people do, but I am lazy. Um, But I would say that I use the show and tell bit a lot um, because I get totally lazy. Um, And it would be stuff like, like the book says, like, Instead of saying, like, Amanda took one look at the hotel room and recoiled in disgust, 
describe the room in such a way that the readers feel th- that disgust for themselves. So because you little like tidbits like that and you're like, mm. oh, yeah, okay. I have to, and then I'll go through the chapter and look for that stuff and see if there's anywhere that I could describe it slightly better. Um, the other favourite part that I use, dialogue mechanics, like taking out the the L-Y verbs, the L-Y Lee verbs, um, like she said happily. Yeah. Um, because apparently they're rubbish and we don't want to do that. I know, right? Um, I feel like in high school when I did writing, it was all about like flourishing your work and then you go yes. to do like actual novel writing and they're like, you just say yeah. said. You just say yeah. they said and well, you, you don't, don't do anything even say else. said. Yeah. You don't even do that. You just... You, they should know who's talking <laughs> if you're a good writer. But, yeah, I think that about academic writing as well. You can flourish to your heart's content and they love it. Like they want you to like, blah, blah, blah. that's what they want. And then in the real world, like corporate writing, they're like as short as possible. I don't care about the emotion. I just want some information and I don't want to have to read an entire book. Yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. so th- that's what I do. And then, um, yeah, I do a search on the manuscript um, to look for those, like, I just type in L-Y and then look at every word that has that and <laughs> either, like, delete it or change it. Um, oh, cool. I do it yeah. for, I think that's really helpful. It takes a while, but it doesn't really take that long. Um, I kind of do that in like just being conscious of it when I'm editing. Like when I'm editing and I see like writing like a lot of then or and or or those kind yeah. of filler word world that that and then, like I'm just kind of conscious of that when I'm doing my pass through of like crossing them out and being like I do not need them. So yeah. You kind of like go through a bunch of times to do a bunch of different things, and I feel like I just yeah. go through it once and do yeah. See, everything. this is where I plan and you like pants it. Do you think that's funny? But do you think you need to plan it because you didn't plan originally? Like you've got more. No, I just like the do. structured way of doing it. I just like to know that this is the one thing that I'm doing. But like, remember, I've already read it like twice by now. And now I'm doing Passovers for specific things that I know that um, are specific to my writing. Like I do use that a lot when I mm. get lazy. I do yeah. overuse certain words gestures I always use the same gestures like so I have to take them out and change them so I have to go and look for them and like there's different there's words that I'll I know that I use them incorrectly so I'll just go and check that I haven't yeah um double ups and sentences like just saying the same word like so close to each other yeah I I so I've like I circle them in my in my physical manuscript when I see like the same word in the same sentence I'll just circle both the words to like know when I go to edit it on the computer be like fix one of these or both I don't know that's so crazy though that you you're so planned with yours and I'm just so maybe because I'm so planned with like it to begin with when I get to the editing part I'm just like let's just do this yeah or maybe I don't I don't like the um the the sort of two worlds to come together it's almost like I don't like the planned world to come into the like when I do the full read I only Mm. want to be looking for specific things and then I'm going to go do the mechanics of it afterwards and they don't come into that the two things don't happen at the same time for me okay I'm creative or I'm not creative (laughs) and I'm (laughs) fixing things that's it 
Um, but there, yeah, once I've done that, then that's when it gets to the beta readers and I send that out in Word. And then you go, so oh, do I wonder you, what they so think you, about it. Do you do a final read through after you've done all the changes? No, because so like, I've already done through. like the at least two read throughs and then I do all the me- mechanics after it. Hmm. How many read throughs do you do? So I'll do your initial read through and then go through and edit it all in one go, then make the changes, which is like another read through basically. And then I'll do like another read through. Yeah. And then I'll do the, the, the grammar and spelling check, which is like another read through and then read through it again. So like five. Yeah. Like five. See, I'm getting away with not reading it that many times because I'm being efficient by using the search function on Word to just look for the specific things. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) You're saying I'm being inefficient. (laughs) Yes, but also I can see how, yeah, how I'll probably read it less. To be fair, it depends on like, you know, sometimes you know that the book's in okay condition already and sometimes you know it's like terrible and it's going to need way more work to get it up to speed Mm. like this is like just a general kind of checklist but sometimes there's loads of rewriting that needs to be done and whole chapters and stuff like that so yeah totally depends that's true Wow, learning um, something new about each other. Never really talked about it. Very that much. funny. <laughs> no, and I had to go away and think about this because, because I, I'm like, I know that I have like specific things that I will do. Like I have that book annotated for the ones that I want to mm. do. But yeah, it's pretty weird analyzing it. Um, I've got more stuff. More, okay. Yeah, so it goes out to beta readers. And then the comments start coming back. I instantly look at them because I want to know. <laughs> See, that's like second. Um, like, that's a second editing a second draft to me. Because like doing the final read through and sending the thing that I'm sending off to you guys is my second draft because I've gone through and I've done all those edits and changes and you're now reading the next iteration. And then that is back. not how that's not how I think about it. Um. Yeah, so I I do the beta reader thing and then I print a copy and then I read through to fine-tune it again. And then there's a bunch of stuff that I did for Arcadium that I got from somewhere. I don't know where I got it from, but um, you can do different things like reading it out loud so you can listen for mistakes because there's that thing where your brain sees what it expects or wants to see and so you can miss words if you're just doing it by looking at it I think that's why going digital to to print is helpful as well yeah you see it in a different way I will do that in a later draft so probably the second my when I edit my second draft so after you guys have read it and I do another Mm. round of edits because it's like way more refined than I will have uh Scrivener read it to me yeah, I was going to say, has a it's weird, eh? But... It's like a robotic voice, but like, like but it, and it reads words they... that you, reads them wrong and you realize that they're spelled wrong and you had no yep. clue they were spelled wrong because your, your brain just automatically fixes a word, even if it's spelled wrong 
in front of you because you know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. I remember. It's like time consuming, but I think it's one of the funniest ways to find your mistakes. Yeah. Because you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is why you also need lots of people to read it. When I yeah, the, when I had the Agreed. very first physical copy of Gin back in 2013, I was working at Zara and I brought it in to show my friends at work. And it was, like, beautifully printed and all done. I'm like, yeah, it's ready to go. And then a couple of them all, like, were having a read of it, like, the blurb and stuff. And then one person's like, you have a spelling mistake in your blurb at the back. And I was like, are you kidding? And then I read it. I'm like, oh, my God, there is a spelling mistake there. And, like, literally I just had, like, ten people read the same blurb and only one person picked up that it was actually spelt, something was spelt wrong. There's, like, a word in there that wasn't supposed to be in there. And, like, when you think about how many spell checks it's gone through, how many times you've read it, how many times other people have read it, yeah. and, like, I would have read that for you and still missed it. And then, like, you can go on for a long time and not realise. This is why I don't, It's like, so hard. Yeah. This is why I don't particularly care that much if a book goes out and there are some mistakes in it because I've read, proof, like, big author books that have had mistakes in them and oh it's, just it's like, so funny <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's funny when it happens you read it and you just you kind of had that little like oh I found your, a mistake in your book and then you move on kind of thing yeah yeah I think there's a famous like typo in a cookbook um I can't remember when this was but <laughs> it had like ground up pepper and, and it said ground up people instead <laughs> and they had to take it back oh it's so funny yeah but I do have a note at the end of this that says like I do all of this and there's still errors so like you just get used like you have to be okay with some errors being in there because you can do all of that work and still have errors yeah this is why I just like I'm like whatever I'll yeah I'll get you guys to read it I'll then do a lot of the same kind of edits again I won't print it I probably wouldn't print it out a second time with my second draft I would just make the changes because you guys will have sent me changes on a word document so I'll just be transferring those over onto the manuscript and then I'll probably read through it again to make sure that again there's nothing huge that needs to be fixed and then I'll have Scrivener read it to me to hear some more mistakes and then I maybe will send it to you guys again if there was like a really depending on what you guys said in your first yeah. feedback. If like how like big some, the changes are. Yeah. If yeah. there wasn't that many changes, then I wouldn't send it again. And then I'd send it to like a professional editor and that's their job. To yeah, I was going to say, I don't do that. <laughs> no. And then I'd do another edit and then hopefully it would be done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like most of the work happens in the first draft edit because... Yes. It's such a mess that the later ones, which to be fair, I just say it's all the first draft. (laughs) But I don't know if I agree with that now. (laughs) But anyway, but that stuff's really fun because you're just playing with the story. Mm. Yeah. Rather than anything else, like it's polished to a point where you can then kind of get a bit of clarity and, and change things for you're reading it like a reader after a while yeah. when it's in really good condition rather than as a writer trying to I wouldn't give it all to you your guys. issues. Yeah. I wouldn't give it to you guys if I wasn't what I was happy with as a story. If it if I if it's still I feel I mm-hmm. 
if I still felt like it needed work, then I wouldn't send it to you because I want you guys to read what is basically like going to be the book because also because you're reading it, beta readers are reading it for the first time. If there's like twists and stuff in it, you want to have like the best genuine reaction to the way it's supposed to go, not like, oh, I haven't actually finished this chapter. So just like, you know, you get the gist of it from this bit, this little bit of I'm writing I've done here. Like it spoils that first initial read through because you're never going to get back that surprise. Yeah, I think I probably treat you a little bit different than other beta readers. So if I don't like a specific scene or something, uh, like I can remember us sending bits and pieces to each other and being like, tell me what's wrong with this. Fix it, destroy it, I don't care. That's true, yeah. Like something is wrong with this and I can't put my finger on it. Is it like, is it boring? Because I think like especially once you've read it, like I would do that stuff to you because you know the story and the hooks and the payoffs and everything. And then it would be easier for me to get to go back to you, I think, rather than everybody else because they don't, because they read like readers or most of the people. It depends who you've got in your your stack. Yeah, and this is why you need lots of different critique partners, which we cover in our episode on critique partners that you can go back and listen to. That was smooth. Thanks. <laughs> Still haven't made up for all those um, Happy New Year issues, but <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's anything else you want to add? No. No. I'm exhausted just talking about it. <laughs> it's so exciting. I, I'm just so fascinated with how opposite we are with it's everything. It's so funny. <laughs> I had no idea. It's really helpful though because I'm noticing all these things about my own writing that I had no idea about. It's definitely like an evolving thing. There's definitely stuff I learn through other things that I'll then try or implement in other drafts that I do. So I think my editing process is always changing and adapting yeah. to get better, just like streamline yeah. it. And I think like it has to be a little gonna, bit different for every use, book anyway. Yeah. It's like how I'm going to use pro writing aid, which I've never done to any of my other books. But now that I know it exists, I'm going to try it with this book and see if it actually makes a big difference. And then that'll be part of my process. So, yeah, that's very exciting. Uh, So that is another episode of Bound Together. We want to thank you so much for listening. And we would love it if you would subscribe and leave us a review maybe so we could become a little bit more seen by other people. And we would like to tell you that next week, not next week, I've already screwed it up, in two weeks' time. <laughs> next episode. A, Just say next episode. Uh, fine. <laughs> next episode on Bound Together, we will be talking about writing in games, which is one I'm very excited about because I love gaming and it was suggested to me by some friends from my gaming community to do, so... That is what you can look forward to on our next episode of Bound Together. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.